The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Never rushed and prepared to perfection using only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. And right now, Eric's Family Barbecue is taking pre-orders for the big game on February 13th. Call or come in now to place your order. $100 minimum and pick up Sunday between 11 and 2. Deadline to order is February 10th. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet mesquite repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. It's Morning Sickness, 98kupd with Blur. That is the song that we always use to fill time with. One minute and 58 seconds. When somebody has to go to the bathroom? Yeah, <laughs> that's the bathroom and song. And you tell them that we're going after the uh, Three Doors Down song? Oh, I guess we're putting in another song. It's good for the number two. That's why it's the number two song. It's for pee-pee-poo-poo news. Come on. (laughs) All right. It's time for the entertainment drill, and that is brought to you by reactdefense.com, tactical black method of training for self-defense. Get up there to uh, Glendale, Peoria, or down in Chandler, uh, or I guess uh, it's Phoenix up in North Area is where that is, but reactdefense.com. Tell them that uh, John from the Morning Sickness sent you. They will hook you up. You can get a free class to see what it's all about. Reactdefense.com. They bring you today's entertainment drill. Brady, entertain us. Candace uh, Candace Cameron Burr. Uh, There's some Bob Saget stories still out there. Uh She was actually had one of the last text conversations with him. And it tells you what kind of a bad one. No, it's just a... It's a story that tells you what kind of a cool guy Bob was. Okay. I mean, they've known each other for a long time. It happened about two weeks before he died. Um, they were texting about having dinner together, and they got into a little tiff. Uh-oh. Um, Bob's flight got delayed, so their dinner never happened. But the next day, he wrote back and said uh, he apologized, saying he was cranky, and he was just so sorry. But then he told her, I love you more than the trouble you're giving me. If that's even possible. <laughs> that sounds like him. The one yeah. thing that I can say is we've had him in a number of times. The first time that I saw him was when he, when Dave Batista was also in studio. Yeah. And Batista was at WWE that, at that point. And so – and Batista just sat back because he loved him. He loved Danny Tanner and all that. Yeah. So he, he it was one of the coolest shows ever. It was our had. first ever having the uh, the comedian in, Bob. Like, Bob, will you stay? We want you to yeah. be here with Batista. Oh, okay. And he wasn't sure. Yep. He's like, I'm not sure who Batista is. You'll know. Batista, when Batista he came loved him. massive. That was awesome. <laughs> oh. That's great. He was huge. He was just massive. That was one of the funnest times. And every time after that, you could tell, like, when the mics are off, there's something that Bob would say that, like, speaking of, because we were just talking about people that don't seem genuine right. off the air. He off the air at any time you came in contact with him seemed completely genuine. Everything that he said, oh, that's to you. great. Yeah, it was cool. When I had um, Ronnie and I got married, and we had the uh, the Brady's big fat wedding. Oh, that's yeah. right. We did video and with him. We'd, we'd asked the comedians that came in, "Hey, would you do a little marital advice?" Yeah, and we put this little video together. And mm-hmm. Saget was the first one. A lot of those guys, you don't know how they would do it. What are you doing with this? Are you trying to make money off this, or right. you know, yeah, whatever. But most of them are all cool, and he gave uh, some fun 
pretty funny advice. Yeah, was, Joe Rogan also gave one at that time. Oh, wow. Basically said, don't do it, but that was... Why was would you then. do a partnership and yeah. saying, uh, I'm going to get together, you're my friend, and you know what? I want to give you half of what let's, I have. Let's lock this down. <laughs> but the next year, who's married? Rogan. <laughs> yep. Um, here's kind of some cool stories of actors who almost quit before getting a major role. Okay. Most people will go to L.A. or New York and say, all right, I'm going to give it three years, and if I don't get anything in three years, right. I'm done. Okay. I'll just be a waiter the rest of my life. Yeah, exactly. Correct. You get whatever job yeah. you can do to pay the bills yep. and try to find a place to live. I'm, I'm just going to give it a run because I know when I'm older, I look back, I, I wish I would have two friends in my twenties. Yeah, I had two friends in my twenties that did that. They didn't make it. Larry's sister has done it for the last number of years. But she's but made she, it. But yeah. she's made it. Yeah. She's on Grey's Anatomy and a bunch of other shows. John Krasinski was waiting tables uh, and wanted to, his mom to pick him up, but she said, "Be patient." Three weeks later, just before he's like, "I'm done. I'm out of here." He landed the office. Nice. Um, Gal Gadot. Mm-hmm. She was in L.A. with her husband on vacation, ready to give up, basically doing her deal of being an actress. Of being hot. Yep. <laughs> and they got a call. Hey, we'd like you to audition for Wonder Woman. Hmm. Nice. Um, yeah, because she came out of nowhere. She did. I mean, I know that she's big in Israel, apparently, but. Chris Hemsworth, he was ready to quit when he finally booked a role. It was for Cabin in the Woods. And then right after that, Thor. Wow. Cabin in the Woods, is that one of those hokey horror movies? Yeah. 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 Okay. I think Harrison Ford was kind of on the same lines because he was like a carpenter and just really wanted nothing to do with well, it. Well, he and was then on he got the American set. Got yeah. American Graffiti yeah. because of that. He was, yeah, he was a carpenter on the set. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, John Hamm gave himself until the age of 30 to make it in Hollywood. Spent his 30th birthday on the set of We Were Soldiers, which was his oh, first major the, film. Is that some Mel Gibson one? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, Melissa McCarthy, same thing. She had a cutoff at 30, and days before her 30th birthday, she got a role on the Gilmore Girls, hmm. and then it took off. Lisa watches that front and back, like, knows oh, all know. of it, yeah. Luca was the most streamed movie in 2021. Conceived by our old friend John Hoffman. He did a hmm. lot of the artwork on A lot on of that. our caricatures and stuff. Yeah. Wow. Even on my... Um, um, the Brady sauce, the caricature yeah. on that was a Hoffman special. Fantastic movie. Really good. And uh, as far as the most streamed um, movie after that would be Mona. Like I say, Moana. Oh. <laughs> no. But Luca, number one. <laughs> Just pronounce it right. 10.6 billion right is Luca and 8.9 billion that's, minutes on oh uh, minutes i was gonna yeah. say that's the how, i don't know how they decide how, with streaming i don't know how they decide if if it's yeah they do it on minutes min, well you know what i mean but if like with box office sales you can say this movie did 300 million in ticket sales yeah but now that everything's going to streaming first i don't know how you determine what's a successful movie obviously minutes streamed but yeah. how do you monetize that but moana is actually the most streamed kids movie of all time Wow, of all time. Yep. So they don't consider, I guess Luca just hasn't been around long enough. Yeah. Who cares of kids' movies? Next. <laughs> this will be interesting. Um, right. Renee Zellweger is starring in a uh, real-life murder movie upcoming series on NBC. The thing about Pam. Um, <laughs> will she face some criticism because she's wearing a fat suit? Oh, and Sarah Paulson, when she played... Um, 
who was it, Linda Tripp, in that... Uh, she wore a fat suit, too. Yeah, Linda and she caught a lot of heat for that. Come on. It's acting, right? Yeah, exactly. You're playing someone that is not you. That is the, well, that is the whole thing of acting. Well, then find someone that's fat yeah, to so play it, the role. So, so, so put some pig in there, said. Isn't that more shameful? We actually want a real fat person to play this. I would think so. Well, that's the part of the, again, um, casting. Right. You it's can't like, win. You why can't. not? You, there's plenty of talented people that are, are fat. That's yeah. what I'm saying. But yeah, you're yeah. telling them that we need a fat person. But then you get in trouble yeah. for saying, look. God. That's a double-edged sword. So there's dumb. no winning. It's so dumb. This last one I, I, I brought up to you guys earlier this morning. I'm not real familiar with All Time Low. Okay. The band. I, I know of them. Yeah. I don't know that I could ever identify a song no. of theirs. Well, they filed a libel lawsuit yesterday against three anonymous people who claimed on social media that they were sexually abused by either the band or their guitarist, Jack uh, Barricat. Is he not in the band? Is, I don't is, know. Why are they signaling him? Oh, by the band. Okay, I get it. By the band and by him individually. I get what um, The nine-page complaint filed in L.A. County stated that the band has no choice but to mobilize and utilize the civil court system to identify the culprits, prove the defamatory statements are false, and seek justice. So Some wonder- people are like... Absolutely. I mean, if you will go this far, because look what you've done to yeah. our band now. Well, not only that, if you're filing false statements, you really demean people that this kind of crap actually happens to. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not giving them a chance and you're demeaning what their story is by coming out and just trying to create one of your own. That's a bad way to go. Yeah. There you have it, boys. All right. That's your entertainment drill brought to you by our friends over there at reactdefense.com. It's the Morning Sickness, 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness podcast brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric's Family BBQ.com.